0: Oikans. Good morning. It's time for another episode. Eh? Let's fucking do this shit. Here's here's what I'm talking about today. I I wanna talk about how how freeing it is to say the shit that you're thinking, even though y- it's it's the type of thing that you usually don't say because you're afraid of hurting other people's feelings this is gonna be the hurt other people's feelings episode of the no bitch moves podcast um and i think i think it's appropriate because this is this is the type of thing where you want to be a bitch and you want to make a bitch move and then you don't and it turns out great okay what is this guy fucking talking about enough fucking foreshadowing here's the thing So, uh, at the risk of repeating myself too much, since I quit drinking and doing drugs and all that fucking good stuff, I I already told you that I I, I realized that I don't enjoy doing the same things that I used to enjoy. And what I meant by that was, you know, going out to bars and and stuff and, like, socializing all the time. I still enjoy doing it from time to time, but much less so than I used to. And... So what's been, what's been happening lately is that I noticed also that I think that when I was drinking I was way more, um, what would you call it, I guess extroverted than than I am now. Uh, because what I am now is, I guess you would call it an introvert or introverted. T- t- I don't know. I, 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 you know, I, 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 w- I don't really want to diagnose myself, but I think I'm an introvert because you know I'm not I'm not necessarily like socially anxious or anything. But the more I keep looking at, uh, you know, what what the sort of introvert extrovert relationship is, uh, I, I keep I keep coming to the same conclusion that I'm I must be an introvert because. Uh, the the fucking shoe fits, you know? So what I've been doing lately, especially when talking to my girlfriend, when, when she makes, uh, when she makes a recommendation for something that we could do instead of what I've always done, which is kind of say, yeah, yeah, that sounds fun. And then immediately thinking in my head, that doesn't sound fun at all. Fuck. How am I going to get out of this? You know, and then I have to deal with that fucking bullshit that I put on myself. And then my girlfriend's going to have to deal with it once she realizes that I lied when I said, yeah, let's do it. Instead, what I've been kind of doing is avoiding making the bitch move of lying and just fucking straight up saying if the thing that she's offering for us to do is not something that I want to do. For example... Uh, we were we were driving in the car the other day, and she said, "I have a, I have a friend who lives in Germany, and she's she's in Latvia for for a short while, and uh, and uh, you know, do you wanna do you wanna like get together with her and her boyfriend, and we can go on like a like a trip to the countryside or something?" And and I just immediately said, "No, that doesn't sound like something I would enjoy. Uh I don't w- I don't want to be." I don't want to be trapped in a car with people I don't know. Uh, if I knew them and I knew that I enjoyed their company, then that would be an entirely different conversation. And I told her, like, listen, I don't want you to, like, think that I, I don't care about meeting your friends, but I don't know what other way I can put this. I don't want to meet your friends, really. Uh, <laughs> and even as I was saying it, it sounded really harsh, but... The more I thought about it, then th- because I was thinking about it in the moment and kind of explaining it to her at the same time, it's it's not that I specifically don't want to meet your friends. It's just that I don't know your friends yet, and I'm gonna meet them eventually, and then we're gonna see who likes who, who doesn't like who, and you know this shit's gonna play out either way. Um, but yeah, I don't I I don't want to commit my time to. Like spend it with uh, spend it with other people, even if I know them, I'm very careful. But before I before I make a decision to spend a lot of time, even with close friends, let alone people I don't know. Um, yeah, so that's that's been it's been kind of interesting, and uh, and I really expected that when I said this that that would be that would be kind of a bad reaction, but I guess I don't know whether. Um, may, you know, maybe, maybe she's maybe she's hiding the fact that 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 I- it upset her that I that I said that, but it really seemed like it didn't upset her. It seemed seemed like she seemed like she understood where I was coming from, which is you know something 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 to be said. You know, it's 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 great when people who don't share your point of view can sort of understand your point of view or at least kind of uh, empathize with it, or if that's the right word. I don't know. So yeah, I've just been. Uh, lately, I've been just setting up uh, setting up all these strategies for social interactions. Like whenever I have an upcoming fucking thing, oh man and I probably shouldn't be saying this because um, maybe maybe one of my friends is listening to this and then they're gonna know all my tricks. but basically when there's some sort of a, when there's some sort of a thing or there's a party or, or something, I never say anymore that I'm going to be there like for the whole thing. Um, and sometimes I even say that yeah, I'm, I I'm 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 going to come by definitely to like, you know, say hi to everyone, hang out for a bit, but uh, I might have a thing later so I might have to I might have to leave early. <laughs> Which is almost never true. I just know that at some point like my my social batteries are by default so fucking low so, so, sort of they come sort of pre-drained and it takes a really short amount of time for me to stop enjoying the company of people that I actually do enjoy and that feeling is really terrible because like imagine you go to meet your friends who you love and it's great 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 and then just fucking I start hating myself and, oh my god, this is just, I'm, I'm tired, I want to I go home, I want to be alone, and then you start thinking, fuck, what the fuck is wrong with me? Like, am I surrounding myself with the wrong people? No, it's just that, you know, I can't fucking socialize. But you start, like, if, when I, w- at first I was really confused as to, like, why this was happening, I thought, you know, fuck, man, do I really need, do I really need to, get, like, get back to drinking? because I don't want to drink, but I guess if, if booze is the only thing that makes me enjoy uh, social interactions, then maybe I should just fucking resign to being a fucking rummy my whole life, but um, yeah, since, since I kind of started, I, I don't know, uh, like, I'm hesitant to say that I'm definitely an introvert, but I mean, I think I am, because I, d- I don't see any other on other uh, explanation for this, and I know that I've felt like this my whole life. Like I've only ever felt, I've only ever felt comfortable when I'm alone, uh, and it doesn't matter whether, uh, whether the people around me are people that I like or dislike or completely neutral. Eventually, I'm just gonna want to be alone, uh, and that eventually usually comes very, very early. <clears throat> um. Yeah, man. So I've, I've been I've been setting up these plans like when when my girlfriend said that she she wanted me to meet her friends. Um w- One of the things I asked her is like, why do you want me to meet your friends? Because another thing while I was talking to her, I didn't realize that this is a normal human thing where people want to uh, people want the people they know to meet other people they know. And I still actually don't understand this because i have never never ever in my life have i have i had a friend or a girlfriend and then thought to myself my other friends should meet this person that is not like it, they always end up meeting anyway right i just never like i still don't get it i'm going to have to ask her again and maybe i'll ask some some other friends of mine their 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 opinions on this cuz this seems like this just feels like a completely like th- th- this this feels like i'm just not understanding to the the rules of of a game that i've just never played cuz i don't know man I, I i don't get it like when i enjoy spending time with someone uh, i just enjoy spending the time with them i don't really feel like i need to like bring people together and usually like bringing people together has actually been kind of fucking stressful because You know, you like different people for different reasons, so you have a friend group uh, where, like, most people share something, thing X, and then you have another friend group where you all share thing Y. And, you know, just because you personally like the people in both groups doesn't mean that when you bring people from both groups together that they're gonna like each other. So there's just all this fucking social management you need to do. It's like, who the fuck needs that? If it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Who the fuck cares, right? But I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's a good thing that people want to bring people together. You know, um, I just, you know, I don't know if it's good or bad. I just don't understand it. I do not understand it. Like many things, the only thing that I know is that I know fucking nothing. That's just what it is uh but yeah it was it was really refreshing just to be just to be honest about me not wanting to do something and it being received well and uh, i fully understand that it being received well is not something that's a given um i mean it could have just been received poorly but hey man that's just that's just that's just how it goes when when you're when you're being honest about something right um and uh, you know spending a lot of time alone i spend a lot of time on like youtube rabbit holes and shit and uh it seems like it seems like every like mental health professional is repeating the same thing that you you should try to be you should try to be honest or at least not lie Um, which seems like a pretty good way to live your life. It seems like it's very difficult in the short term. Um, like always being honest about everything. I mean, that's, that's one of those things that people fucking say all the time. Like, all I want is honesty, but no one really wants honesty because honesty is uh, honesty and truth is usually something that people hide from very actively. Um. Yeah so when 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 you start being honest with people I would imagine if you're the type of person who like talks to a lot of people all the time and you're also honest I imagine that you know if you haven't been honest before and then you start being honest your fucking social circle must sh- experience a bit of a shrinkage no is that is that is that not what happens Maybe maybe someone listening to this can let me know. Just fucking there's 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 an email address that you can you can send shit to. It's somewhere in the description. It's the no moves at gmail.com. It wouldn't let me do the fucking I- it wouldn't let me put the B word in there. It wouldn't let me write bitch because Google's a fucking bitch. Turns out YouTube's a fucking bitch too. I think they're owned by Google anyway. Yeah, you can't you can't have the you can't have the word bitch. In your fucking channel name. So I had to fucking censor myself. It's, it's fucking stupid. Anyways. That's it on the. That's it on the honesty thing I think. It was just refreshing. I know I've said. Uh, uh, repeating the same fucking line for 15 times. But you know. That's what's on my fucking mind. Okay. So fucking take a chill pill. What else has been going on? I've been actually. Kind of. Proud of myself for something that I did or actually didn't do. A um, couple days ago, I uh, I was driving home and I arrived at the house, and wouldn't you know it? There's a car parked right in front of the gates, and I'm kind of stuck halfway halfway on the, uh, what do you call it, the pedestrian thing, I'm halfway on the fucking driving thing, and the driving thing is, like, right after a turn, so if someone, if someone's coming around the corner, um at a certain speed, they wouldn't be able to maneuver or brake fast enough, so, you know, it's not, it's not exactly a hugely dangerous situation, but it's not the best fucking situation to be in, you know, and there's this car parked in front of the fucking gates, right which is the type of situation that usually infuriates me it it fuck it just it just it just rustles my jimmies because where where i am here where the house is um I'm trying not to give away any uh, sensitive information here gdpr and whatnot um there's uh, like right on the side of the house uh, on the uh, fuck what is this stuttering shit? Right by the, right by the building, there, there's no legal place to park. You can only legally park across the street. Which, by the way, had at least two parking spots free. Uh, but to be fair, when the guy parked there, maybe, mayb- maybe there were no free, fr- free car, uh, parking spots, okay? But the thing is that even though you can't park there legally, you also can't park legally in front of my gates but there are some 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 other spots where you can't park legally but you can leave your car there for a few minutes there's not a lot of cops going around usually if you leave your car there for like 10 15 minutes you you barely ev- you'd barely ever get a ticket but this fucking guy he he of course decided to leave his car in the only spot where it actually blocks something and and usually i would arrive and I would stand behind the car and I would honk my horn and i would look around for reactions is anyone looking over is anyone coming over then when they would come over i would say some snarky shit like wow like you really couldn't find a better way to b- better spot to park or maybe i wouldn't be snarky or I, I, w- I would just tell them hey listen man like you know you can see like just around the corner here like you can you can park there it's not legal there either but you can at least leave your car there cuz i understand that you, you you just you just need to run into the shop quickly i get it i get it just just park there because There it doesn't block anyone from exiting the building, entering the building, you know. But I didn't do anything, any of that, none of that shit. I just kept listening to a podcast that I was listening to and I was sitting there and just chilling. And I immediately resigned that I wouldn't say anything unless the person said something to me. And I wouldn't honk my horn. I wouldn't give the person a mean look. None of that shit. OK, so I'm sitting there and I sat there for, I don't know, maybe maybe four or five minutes, six tops. And I see in my rearview mirror that there's a guy coming from across the street from a from a from a grocery store that's there. And he's coming across the street and he's coming in my direction. So I figure, yeah, this is probably the guy. So I don't turn around to look, look at him or anything. I'm, I just I just keep sitting in the car. And he passes my car without looking at me or saying anything. And I had the w- I had the windows rolled down, and uh, the podcast I was listening to I wasn't listening to it loudly. So you know, if, if he wanted to say something, he could have. Um. Then he goes up to his car and he unlocks the door. He opens up the door and he looks at me, and, uh, and and when 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 he looks at me, I assumed that he was gonna do like some sort of like an apologetic gesture gesture or something, or or wave at me or something. So I just, I just looked at him in, in the face and, and I gave him one of those, um, uh, h- how can I describe this without showing you, you know, like one of those half smiles, like the smile that you give, uh, that, that you, that you give your, give your coworker as you, you're passing him in, in the, hu- in the hall. It's like that. It's, it's like so hard to describe. you like, you like twist up your, twist up your lips, but it's not like a sarcastic thing. It's kind of a genuine thing, but it's just that, you know, it's that, you know, like when you look at it, you know, it's not like genuine excitement in my face. I'm just doing a polite thing. You know, I'm, I'm letting you know that I'm seeing you. Okay. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm I'm not trying to be passive aggressive or aggressive or anything. I'm just, I'm trying to be zen over here. Okay. And the fucking guy, instead of, like, doing something apologetic or just acknowledging that he's in the wrong, he, like, points his finger at me and then, like, kind of kind of makes this gesture behind me, indicating that he wants me to back out of the fucking driveway onto the street so that he can get out, like, so that he can back out and, and fuck off. And, oh, I mean, I still didn't say anything. I didn't do anything. I just fucking sat there and just, uh, just, I was amazed. Just amazed at the fucking balls of some people. I don't know if I mentioned this, but the reason why this is so infuriating is because he doesn't have to back out. He has two options. He can go left or right, going past the house, and then go back out on the street. No problem. No fucking problem. He doesn't need me to back out. And I'll be fucked if I'm gonna fuck him back out for you. So he gets in his car, and I'm just sitting there, just just staring straight ahead. I'm still not visibly fuming or angry or, or, or anything. And I guess he's sitting there waiting for me to back out. Eventually, he understood that there's no fucking way I'm going to do that. How, how the fuck would he think in the first place that anyone, anyone would back out for you when you're clearly in the fucking wrong and you don't even need to back out? You can just go, go ahead and left, go ahead and right, wherever the fuck you go, just leave. Go fuck yourself. You are the scum of the fucking earth. Fucking Christ. Like, how do you not get cynical about the world and other people when there's fucking assholes like this around? Like, what has to happen in your life for you to become this guy? Like, is it too few hugs when you were a kid or was it too many hugs? Were you bullied? Were you the bully? I don't know. Like, I, I would really, I would really want to know. I, w- I would like to see the fucking the the causality of like the 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 cause and effect chain going back to when you were expelled from your mother's womb that made you into this just inconsiderate fucking leech, this arrogant fucking piece of shit. No humanity, no humanity in him. Did nothing. Like not even, not even a little high. Sorry about that. Like. Like, I live in Eastern Europe, so I am, I am beyond having the expectation for politeness, right? And when you have no expectation for politeness, uh, when people are polite to you and you don't expect it, it feels real nice, you know? Because you don't have the expectation for politeness, but I also try very hard not to be cynical. It probably doesn't sound like it, (laughs) but I do try pretty hard not to be cynical. But, like, in a situation like this, where you're obviously a piece of shit, you've done a piece of shit thing, and you rock up, and there's, there's just nothing. All that you expect out of the situation... All that you expect out of the person who you have inconvenienced by your piece-of-shit behavior, you expect them to do you a favor? Even without you, like, I don't know, saying hi or a quick sorry or just a gesture of, hey, I get it, sorry, but, you know, I had to run in the shop real quick, you know. That would have been fine, you know. I had already resigned to being zen and shit. Fucking sure sounds like I'm zen, right? Ugh you know and then fucking shit like this happens you know and and even though you even though you try not to be not to be cynical right because it's super easy to be cynical and being cynical does nothing for you it just does bad things but you know shit like this happens and then you start thinking that these people are fucking everywhere they're like distributed throughout every workplace and school and whatever other arbitrary groups you've ever been a part of. Like, you start thinking this shit, and it gets miserable, you know? Ugh. Of course, all you can do, really, really all you can do is just, I, I guess, try not to be like that. Lead by example and whatnot. Ugh. You know, there's this thing called the prices law. Price's law states, I think, that in any in any group of people larger than whatever, I think larger than ten, uh, the square root of 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 the amount of people in the in the group do half of the work. So so I- if if you ha- if you're in a team of ten, then three people do half the work. Um, If, uh, if you, uh, and also this, the, the, the Price's Law, it came from, well, you don't really need to know where it came from, but I, I looked this up, the Price's Law came from, um, some sort of a fucking scholar, he was, he was, uh, he was doing, uh, doing a study looking at academic papers and, and product, uh, productivity, uh, among the, whatever you call them, members of the academia, um, and, um, he realized that uh, a very a very small amount of uh, individuals in the group accomplished half the work, uh, published half the half the papers. I'm starting to think that this doesn't only go for like um, productivity in the workplace or like uh, wealth accumulation, because this is the same for wealth accumulation. That's why the one percent accumulate all the shit. Um, and 1% of that 1% accumulate most of that shit and so on and so forth. So I'm thinking that this doesn't only go for like productivity in the workplace and wealth accumulation, but it also goes for like shithead behavior. Like half the shithead behavior is contributed by the square root of people in any group. So like the square root of whatever it is it is now 7.5 billion people or 8 billion, probably 10 all of that is contributed by the square root of that number so there's like three fucking assholes <laughs> cuz when you when you when when you look at people like this fucking shithead like this absolute fucking unhappy miserable fucking waste of space just this fucking load that should have been left in the fucking washcloth um when you, when you look at a guy like this, it's really easy to think that, oh, my God, we're fucking surrounded by these people. Because, because these interactions are really fucking... You, they're, they're all the time, you know, you, you, at least in Eastern Europe. Like, you, you go to any fucking store, if, if, the, if the person behind the counter will say hello and please and thank you, it, it will be a fucking miracle. Like, that usually doesn't happen. Maybe it happens to like well you know when when a young person when it's it's like you know a girl in her in her like eighteen nineteen twenty when it's it's her first job or whatever, then she's probably polite for the first week and then it just gets beaten out of her because most of the customers are pieces of shit as well that can't fucking say hi or thank you it's it's pretty fucking miserable it it gets it gets pretty miserable but you know, when you interact like these these apex assholes like this guy, you start thinking that most of most of other people are like this, um, because it seems really weird that you know like that this is a really rare like like this is the rare sort of you know first edition Charizard asshole you don't believe that that's going to happen to you that something super rare is going to happen to you so you assume that a l- there's a lot of people like this or or at l- like or most people are like this and that's probably not true right probably i don't fucking know my point is i managed to stay zen throughout the interaction but i th- i think i still have a lot of work to do because this is this is something that's been bothering me, and if I was if I was really fucking uh, you know balanced and and introspective, then then this wouldn't bother me as much. Um, but you know, like everyone, I'm a work in progress, um, and uh, I guess I'm gonna keep keep working on it, or or who knows maybe. Maybe a few more interactions like this and I'll just get fucking all shitheady and and jaded and just cynical and I'm gonna start I'm I'm gonna find this guy and I'm just gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna buy a used fucking dump of a car for three hundred Euros and I'm just gonna go and leave it in front of his house and block his gates. I'm just gonna leave the fucking car there. I'm gonna buy it cash. So there's no fucking traces. I'm going to put on gloves and a mask while I drive it. So there's no DNA. I don't have any hair, so there's not going to be any hair lying around. I'm going to shave my beard. So there's none of that left behind. Fucking I, I, I'm, I'm speaking as if as if there's a fucking CSI team in Latvia. I don't I don't I don't think fucking I don't think uh, I don't think DNA uh, DNA shit has has uh, has has made its way to Eastern Europe yet. Yeah. I'm just going to leave that fucking car in front of his gates. And that is going to be my sweet, sweet revenge. Actually, I stopped doing all this revenge shit. Um, one of the things I used to do and still, like, I, I, I see this so often that I wish I still did it. But every time I have to remind myself that, like, this doesn't accomplish anything. When, when I go to any parking lot ever... There is usually, somewhere around where I park, within, within my field of view, I see some fucking piece of shit, usually in some big fucking gas-guzzling car, that is double-parked. And usually I see them during times when there's not a lot of like free parking spots available. And when I see one of these cunts, double-parked, it just it, it brings up a rage inside me that I I don't I don't know how to explain. It just it just I don't know, like it just says something about you that that is that is so like so like primally nasty, like you you're just such a piece of shit if you're doing that. You know, like from time to time, everyone can make a mistake, but you see these people in the way they're parked. There is no way that you can make a mistake between a 90 degree angle and a 30 degree angle. There is no way that you have a deviation of 30 degrees and you don't notice it. If that is the case, I don't know how you got a fucking driver's license in the first place. Not only that, I don't even know how you fucking survived long enough to be old enough to even get a fucking driver's license. So what I used to do is one of two things, depending on the situation, and it was a really good day if I got to do both. One of the things that I could do regardless of the situation is when I noticed one of those cars, I spent a little longer time in my own car after parking and making sure that I'm within lines cuz I'm not a fucking animal. I spent I spent some while in my car just kind of doing this. Just accumulating a big big nasty fucking, what do you call these things, loogies, something like that. I think I heard that in a movie once. Um, and I would wait for a while and I would do that. And at first, I think like first two or three times that I did this, I uh, I, I, I spat on the windshield of the double-parked double car. And then I realized that's not effective enough because all the person has to do is just get in the car and do some of that spray spray wipey wipe shit and you know it's it's fine so what i started to do is i started uh spitting on the uh, on the driver's side uh window on the side window you know what i mean on the door on the on the door's window because there ain't no wipers for that shit you gotta get out like a napkin or something and you're gonna have to clean that yourself So I was doing that for a while. And the other thing that I did, if the car was double parked um, in a way where um, where you could park on either side of it, preferably on the left side, because that's the driver's side, because whoever parked that car there, they might have passengers. But what's guaranteed is that the driver is going to have to get in that car. So I would take my smaller car which usually when you park it next to a double parked car also in like a like a slanted fashion when you do that I usually my car is like short enough that uh, I I won't really take up an extra spot I will just take up fully the spot in which this guy has double parked and I will put it I, I will put it with my uh, I'll put the I'll put the little right side mirror down and I'll I'll park my car right fucking next to it, like, a fucking cunt hair away, so that it is fucking impossible to even crack the door. So that I just know, I know I won't be, I I probably won't, uh, I won't catch the moment for the person to get back to the car, because, like, that's another fucking level, I'm not gonna sit there and wait. It's kind of a pussy move, not to see it through, but, like, it's also, like, I value my fucking time. I'm not gonna fucking let this asshole steal my time. I'm not gonna fucking sit there. So just, 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 just just having, just, just getting to imagine this fucking piece of shit, having to climb into his, into his car carefully through the, through the passenger side and trying to get into the driver's seat and then have to back out, like, real slow, like, so, so as not to like uh, damage my car, because there's the there's there's usually uh, what you call it um, video surveillance in in these like parking lots, especially if it's like a like a, what do you call it multi level parking lot. Yeah, so I, I used to do that shit, and then I stopped doing it. I still sometimes park my car next to it, but I don't spit on the I don't spit on the window anymore, because I realized that it's. It's a little bit of a bitch move, um, but that's not the main reason. The main reason is just that uh, y- it feels it feels like it's unhealthy to let to let these people take up so much space in my brain, you know. Because nothing you ever do, like the guy who parked in front of my gates, nothing that I w- could have done would would affect who he is as, as a person. This guy has had like by the looks of it, like forty-five years, although it is Eastern Europe, he might just be twenty and look like a fucking forty five year old. By the looks of it, like he's he's whatever whatever was the thing that caused him to be such an irredeemable fucking cunt, not even the writers of the office could redeem this fucking piece of shit. So whatever whatever turned him into the person that he is That's, that's already taken place. There's no changing that. Nothing external is going to change that. This guy is not going to find God. This guy is not going to start like examining his own actions and thinking that maybe he's wrong. He's going to go home. He's going to yell at his kid. He's going to slap around his wife. And, and that's just, that's just what it's, that's just what it's like. The only thing that, you know, we can kind of, remind ourselves that that guy will also probably drop of a heart attack some somewhere between 50 and 60 years old so there is a silver lining right it's it's people like like that that make me wish that like that whole hindu karma thing was real because then in the next life he'll he'll be he'll be uh what do you call it uh respawned What's the fucking Hindu thing? Uh, rein- reincarnated. He'll be reincarnated as, I don't know, a fucking ant that has to drag itself to one of those ant death bits when, when it dies three days into its life. Actually, no, that uh, that might be a pretty baller existence. You just get to exist for a little bit, get, it, get a taste of the misery, and then check out. Uh, I take that back. I don't want him to come back as an ant. What do I want him to come back as? All the things that come to my mind are like inanimate objects, like tampons, or like a butt plug. Although, fu- who the fuck knows what these guys, fe- what this guy's fetishes are? Maybe he would fucking love being a butt plug. What's the most miserable? What's the most miserable existence in in the animal kingdom? Is there is there some sort of like an animal that just? is born in torture, lives in torture and dies in torture cuz i think that's what that guy fucking deserves. But also, see see this see this is the fucking problem with this kind of thinking, right? Cuz if the Hindu reincarnation stuff and karma shit was good, then what do you think would happen to me in my next life? for wishing on another human being to be born in torture, live in torture and die in torture. That is one of that is one of my own biggest fucking fears and I just wished it on someone else. Like like what the fuck does that say about me? Right? What the fuck does that say about me? I am the same kind of fucking like slightly different kind of piece of shit but probably just as big a piece of shit as this fucking guy who was blocking my gate you know. And what does that tell you? I don't fucking know. If if if, if you if you want a point to the story, listen to a different podcast, okay? It's been fucking 39 minutes and 34 seconds. I fucking love you very long time and I'm going to see you uh later's, probably in a few days. Bye-bye.